You're listening to episode 36 of Brave and Boss, a podcast. On this week's podcast, I'm sharing the easy steps to collaborate with brands. So if you've always wanted to do a giveaway or some other kind of co-promotion with another brand, then this is a must listen. Let's get into it. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to Brave and Boss, the podcast. I'm your podcast host, Christy Sumer, the founder of the ethical fashion brand Encircled and a business coach for Marie Forleo's B-School, as well as I do my own coaching with Brave and Boss. I am so happy to be rejoining you. Thank you. Thank you. If you are a repeat listener, I am so grateful that you've chosen to uh, reinvest your time with this podcast. And if you're brand new, hello, welcome. I'm happy to have you here too. So this week's podcast is inspired by a question from our Facebook group around collaborations with brands. So oftentimes we talk about um, collaborations and you think about like an influencer or working in that kind of space, but you can also collaborate with complementary brands as well. So there's many opportunities there to gain um, more traction, more customers and increase your reach. So today's episode is all about how to collaborate and how you can collaborate with other brands to grow your business. So first off, let's define what a collaboration is with another brand and what that might look like. So collaborations can take many forms. So they could be as simple as collaborating on a giveaway. So perhaps you and another brand or another couple of brands decide to do a giveaway on Instagram uh, for a specific prize with the mutual objective of growing each other's following. Um, That is an example of a collaboration. Another example of a brand collaboration would be um, if I'm trying to think of a great example that doesn't involve an influencer. Oftentimes they involve influencers, but let's say that, um, you know, Sage Wellness decided to partner with um, Lululemon on a diffuser and Sage Wellness, for those of you that don't know, is an essential oils brand. Um, that would be more of like a product-based collaboration. So they're actually going to be collaborating on a joint product. So that would be more like almost like a joint venture because there's a lot of a lot more investment, obviously, as you can imagine, involved in creating a product together with another brand versus just doing a simple Instagram giveaway. Another idea might be of a collaboration might be to do like a, um, a blog post and kind of more in-depth um, co-promotion with a brand. So that might involve the giveaway hosted on one of your websites that might involve, you know, trading, um, you know, promotional cards in each other's packages that ship to your customers. Um, or it might involve um, maybe even featuring another brand in your newsletter or perhaps, you know, styling a photo shoot with, you know, one of those brands. So there's so many ways, shapes and forms these things can take um, holes in your business. And really, it's just about the degree of complexity you want. So if you're just brand new to brand collaborations, um, I really invite you to start on the lower end of the scale. So start with something super easy, like partnering with another brand for a giveaway or, partnering with a brand to trade package space. So doing like a postcard and, 
you know, sending them, you know, 500 postcards and they send you 500 postcards or trading newsletters or something like that, or doing an interview on the blog. These times, these types of collaborations are relatively easy to execute and don't take a lot of cost investment. Whereas, you know, if you wanted to do a product collaboration or collection, or let's say um, something a little bit more in depth, it requires a lot more cost, trust, it requires probably an agreement of some kind. So really, if you're just getting started in the space, start out really simple just to test it. Um, so number one, I like to start by figuring out what your objective is with the collaboration. So oftentimes the biggest advantage and benefit of doing a brand collaboration is that you can grow your reach. So a lot of us with smaller brands, we're really trying to increase our reach and awareness and build brand awareness. And ultimately that will lead to sales. But it's pretty unusual that like for a lot of e-commerce brands that are brand new, that like somebody sees your brand promoted by another brand and then they just inherently buy it right away. Like that may just be the entry point to your email list or to your marketing funnel. Um, and that's okay too. But I think it's important to be realistic about what your objectives are with the collaboration and use that to drive who you partner with and why, and then make sure that you're sharing that objective with that brand. So as an example, uh, we recently did a giveaway with a bunch of B Corps and the objective there is really to get email addresses um, to build our lists. And that was the common objective amongst all the brands involved. So we were very clear that that's what we wanted to do. This is not about driving like revenue. This is about driving engagement in this giveaway and getting emails. The giveaway was specifically hosted on a giveaway platform as to avoid being on Instagram because the goal, again, back to the objective, was not to grow our Instagram following, it was to grow our email list. And the most effective way to do that was to get people to actually opt into a, a contest widget on, on a blog post um, that all of us were driving traffic to. So that's really fundamental is to figure out what your objective is for the collaboration and use that to drive the brands. The other thing you want to think about that I think is very important is to make sure that you're aligning with brands that share your values and your customer. So, you know, not only do you want somebody who shares your customer, but you want somebody who that if you partner with them, you'll feel very proud about. Because the one thing that we've seen over the last like couple months, um, particularly around the Black Lives Matter movement um, and a lot of brands being outed for their racist practices is that by association, you can be called out for partnering with them. So you need to be really careful about who you invite into your circle and who you align with and be very clear on what their values are as a brand and how that works with your values as a brand. Now, it's kind of hard to know everything. Like as an example, um, there's a candle company from out west in Canada who we once featured in a gift guide. Uh, we don't know them super well, but we knew they were made in Canada and they used sustainable materials and they were a small brand. So we featured them in a gift guide. I don't even think we talked to them. We just um, featured their product. And that particular candle brand was called out for very racist practices during uh, you know, the height of the Black Lives Matter um, movement in June and somebody tagged us in a post and said just so you're aware encircled and I was like I don't even know why they're tagging us like I don't like to me it didn't even hit on my radar and then I remembered oh my gosh they must be in something we've promoted before um, so we went back and we actually replaced that product photo and that link with another brand that we felt like aligned more with our values but that's just a small example of something where 
you know, if you are aligning yourself and saying, this is a great brand, I'm working with them, we're partnering, you can get um, associated with them. So you need to be very careful with that and just be really clear with what you believe and, you know, ask them what their values are. That's really important. So if you are running a sustainable or ethical brand and, you know, you're partnering with a brand who doesn't share those values, that can feel intuitively really out of whack for a couple of reasons, obviously, but also your customers are probably very different. So ideally, this is like, you know, if you're starting out and just doing like a giveaway or something like that, that's very top of the funnel. So you're just getting customers to discover your brand at this point. And ultimately, you want to convert them to customers at some point. But if you're starting off and those customers are completely misaligned with your brand, then it's going to be a waste of resources for, frankly, both of you. As an example, um, way back, I did an email giveaway with a bunch of brands. And one of them was super aligned. It was like a travel brand, luxury travel brand. And then one of them was this like jewelry brand who was like very cheap and cheerful costume jewelry. They had a massive following, which is very enticing. You know, when somebody has a couple hundred thousand Instagram followers, it's like, wow, that's awesome. And we were very small at that point. So I was like, ooh, this could be really good. Um, but they were also selling necklaces that were made overseas, um, made from pretty much just not high quality materials and hit a very low price point. And ultimately we got a lot of emails from that. I think we got almost 10,000 emails. Um, but most of them weren't our customer. Like it was a completely different brand customer. And so one would say, well, look at all these emails you got, but like, honestly, if they're not going to convert and they're just going to sit on your list or unsubscribe as soon as you email them, then the whole thing just is a waste of time. So that's why it's really important to be aligned. Um, so oftentimes people ask like, how do you find a brand to uh, partner with? And again, it comes back to that, like, what's your objective? So always tie it back to that and think about what you're trying to achieve. So if we want to say like, here's an example, um, you know, um, if you want to, Hmm. let's say you want to grow your Instagram following and it's the month of August and you know summer summer is a hot topic obviously in North America because it's summertime um so you maybe want to do like a summer health and wellness kind of focus maybe you got a product coming out in that space so then you really want to look for other brands in that space and I think you want to be pretty niche about it just like any marketing campaign you want to focus the message and ideally you want to tie it back to something that relates to your brand so for example summer is also usually outside of coronavirus like really big for travel so we might do a giveaway at encircled partnering with other travel brands and really highlight that travel angle of our products so you have to really know your own brand and what you want to serve up what products you're launching um, collections that you're highlighting what's popular and really lead with that because that will make the um collaboration even more effective versus leading with a product that's not very good or relevant you want to lead with your like top you know your best racehorse product i would call it so a product that's just like really hits you know hits the mark on all levels it's unique it's interesting it's engagement it's timely it's relevant all those things um, so we will often lead with like our chrysalis cardi, which is like our eight in one piece or dressy sweatpants when we do these types of promotions because it just really helps um you know, highlight what's unique about us as a brand. Um, so definitely finding, I, I'd say finding brands to collaborate with is not that hard. It's actually way easier than finding influencers to work with because 
Um, brands are always looking for more reach and exposure and brand affinity. Um, I think it becomes a bit more difficult when you try and work with like bigger brands. So as an example, we originally were trying to do this B Corp email um, contest that I talked about earlier um, in early June. And one of the brands that um, was a part of it that we didn't bring into the fold, there was five of us, um, was very large. So like on the scale of brands, like they were probably... 10 times the size of the other brands and they were being very cagey about setting a date and you know they were um they didn't want to like contribute to the app so we ended up paying the full cost and then they canceled the contest entirely um and this brand then came out in the news a couple weeks ago declaring bankruptcy so they've actually gone into creditor production which is interesting um so we we redid the contest and we replaced them with a different brand um but that brand was like a lot bigger than us so i was like kind of shocked that they wanted to work with us anyways to be honest because usually you want to pick brands that are a similar size because if you pick a brand to collaborate with let's say on an instagram giveaway and they have a thousand followers and you have forty thousand, it's not going to really do much for your brand it'll probably help the other brand but for you it's probably not going to add much value you really want to have people who are kind of on, on equal footing or alternatively, what I can suggest is that you will find a group of brands. So if you maybe have a couple of brands that you love that are like 3,000 followers or something like that on Instagram and you have 40,000, maybe you just get a few more brands in that range to participate. And I find that that um, finding brands is just really easy. So you can do it on by searching hashtags on Instagram. That's a great way to find brands. Or by seeing um, if you find like this is like a good hack, I guess. Um, so if you go and look and find like um, a really great customer of yours, if they have a public account, you can see who else they're following brand wise. And that's kind of a bit of insight. That's a little di- bit difficult if people have private accounts. But if somebody has like a public account, go and see who they're following and see what brands they follow. If you've got like one great customer f- who follows like another like let's say you sell like home goods and like pillows and stuff like that and you check out one of your best customers accounts and they're following this like candle brand then that should tell you something there's like a complementary brand there so maybe that's a good idea to reach out to them so you can use that as a starting point if you don't have access to that or let's say all let's say hypothetically all your customers accounts are private you can't see that information just go on google put in google you know sustainable candle brands or candle brands uh made in canada like start to use search terms that uh reflect the values that you're searching for in those um partners um and that's really how you find them i mean it just takes a lot of work like a lot of like administrative work so if you have like a marketing assistant or a virtual assistant this is a great task to pass off to them um and have them pitch so we've never paid to work with another brand um so very different than influencers where you have to pay to play that's generally not the case i will caveat that with sometimes there's tools you need to use to run the brand collaborations like the example i gave of the giveaway there was a tool required and required payment and somehow we're paying for that um which is kind of annoying to me but that's a great example of 
um, not setting up the contest properly and not really outlining roles and responsibilities. Because when you're creating a collaboration with another brand, you have to be really clear about who's responsible for what. Um, and sometimes this can be really challenging, right? Because you're dealing with brands that sometimes maybe they're solopreneurs or maybe they have like a couple of employees and they just don't have the same bandwidth as you. And this is again why it's important to partner with brands that are of a similar size and scale um, because you don't want to be the one who ends up doing everything for the collaboration. We worked with a brand, a bunch of brands, maybe about a year ago. And for some reason, we weren't even organizing the giveaway, but um, we got stuck with making all the content. Like everybody sent us their products. We shot all the photos for it. Um, and it was totally fine because we had the team to do it. But at the end of the day, we were just pulled into this contest like really last minute. So we weren't even really sure we didn't even initiate this collaboration. We were brought in later and somehow we had to do all the content uh, creation. And that's just a function of not being very clear about roles and responsibilities. So when you do a brand collaboration, you finally find a brand you want to work with. It's a good idea to have like an intro call and say like, hey, like, okay, these are our objectives as I discussed in the beginning. Like, okay, we both want to grow on our Instagram following. Cool. Now, how are we going to do that? What is going to be our, like our strategy for doing that? Okay, we're going to do a contest. Okay. And tactically, how is that going to work out? Are we going to, you know, do a photo shoot with both of our products and who's responsible and who's going to ship the products and who's going to hire the model and pay the model, let's say. Um, it's really important to have those open conversations. Otherwise, it just gets really muddy along the way as to who's responsible for what. Who's going to post the photo for the contest? Who's going to pick the winner? Like those seem like little details, um, but they're really important to iron out. Otherwise, it just gets really confusing when you're working with people outside of your own brand. So be very clear with your rules, regulations, um, who's responsible, roles, responsibilities, um, and work together to create something that you both want to do. So let's say that uh, you don't want to do a contest, but this other brand's like really into the contest. Like try and figure out a way where you can satisfy both aspects. So maybe you agree to do the contest, but you both decide also you're going to do a trade and put postcards in in each other's packages for a month. Um, Try to come up with something that's mutually beneficial. That is like critical for any sort of strategic alliance. Basically, what a strategic alliance is, is a partnership um, or collaboration between two or more parties. And for it to be successful, there needs to be a benefit to each party involved. It can't just benefit uh, one brand and, the, you know, let's say you're doing a contest. So like the contest winner and the one brand gets benefit, then there's no incentive for the other brand to be there and fully participate. So you really want to make sure that you're setting up these brand collaborations with um a promotion, a pitch, an idea, a tactic that mutually benefits everybody involved. Now, next, people often ask how you pitch yourself to, like, once you've found these brands that you want to work with, how do you pitch yourself? Well, I like to say it's no different than doing, like, a press pitch. Like, if you're pitching yourself for PR, you know, you just talk about what's great about your brand. Like, why is your brand great? What what makes it really important? Like, what are your core values? What's how does it work for them? Like, what what's in it for them to work with you? Um, and you can even like float a couple of ideas for collaboration in there, and then maybe put in a bit of a time frame. Like, I'm looking to collaborate with a brand in September to do a giveaway focused around back to school, for example. So it's no different. And then you can pitch them, find their email off their website, or you can DM them to pitch. Um, I prefer to do an email pitch. It depends on the size of the brand. So if you're dealing with a brand that's fairly large, um, like larger brand, 
um, who has a team. I think it's better to pitch by email, like try and get into their customer service inbox. Um, and then if you don't hear back, maybe go to DMs. But oftentimes the person who runs the Instagram account may not be the person running these types of collaborations. So sometimes that doesn't work that way but with smaller brands it might be okay because oftentimes the owner founder is running the instagram so therefore they'll see your message and be able to respond uh, appropriately but you just kind of have to continuously pitch and follow up Um, a good way to do this is we have we'll make a google sheet with all the brands we want to collaborate with and whoever's pitching them will just pitch and follow up and mark notes in the google sheet when they've done it just to make sure that they're staying on track Um, And the last thing I want to talk about is, you know, let's say you've found a brand, you've aligned on your objectives, your values are aligned, you've created a cool promotion, co-promotion, you know, you've done the pitch, they're on board, everybody's clear on the roles and responsibilities, and then you execute it. Well, the last part of that is really measuring the impact. So I talk at length about this on the podcast, as everybody knows, um, quite often, but tapping into the analytics of the the promotion to see if it actually did drive that objective that you defined in the first part. So how many followers did you get from that? And then ask that brand, how many did they get? It's really important to measure the success because um, success leaves clues. And if let's say you do a giveaway with one brand, a candle brand, it's really successful, then maybe you could do future ones around that. Like we've done giveaways where there's like seven days of giveaways and one or two of those giveaways has been way more popular than the other five. And that to me is telling me something. A, they might be a similar customer, but B, maybe people just like getting that product as a giveaway. So it drives a lot of interest in the brand and a lot more followers than another product. So all was set up like a post-mortem measurement process for your collaborations with other brands. Brand collaborations can be super fun, and I definitely would love to hear from you guys on how you make out with doing one. Challenge yourself in the next month to pitch a couple of brands and try and do, you know, the most basic one is an Instagram giveaway. Um, try and arrange that and then measure the impact and see what effect it has on your business. If you guys want to connect with me on Instagram, my new Instagram is at Christy Sumer. Um, at Brave and Boss is no longer up and running, but um, I'd love to connect with you and hear what you learned on this podcast episode about collaborating with other brands. If you want to grow your business, join our free Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Brave and Boss. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week. for listening to brave and boss the podcast if you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com where you can find all the show notes free resources and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store you can also follow me at k-r-i-s-t-i-s-o-o-m-e-r on instagram find your purpose make it happen i'll talk to you soon